All good. Right, come on. We'll crack on. We've got a lot to do and not a lot of time to operate in. No wiggle room, no side issues. Let's just get into the actual hard-hitting facts of the week. Um, just get it out the way. Why is Frank still in the job? You don't want to start with Jürgen? No, 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 no. We'll get to Jürgen. I want to know why Frank's still in the job. Okay, because for the people out there listening, ah, Chelsea again. I don't want to talk about it either, all right? <laughs> I'm fucking bored of shit. As much Shout as... out to Max, by the way. We'll get that out the way early before I forget. Uh, all right, shout out to Max, because uh, he is one who says, wow, Chelsea show, and I'm like, you've listened to two episodes. Have a word with yourself. Crack on. He listened to like the first 12 and now he's like jumped on the last two and he's like, all you talk about is Chelsea. And you're like, we're in a bit of a pickle, mate. <laughs> a lot of shit going on. Oh, bless him. So Go back and listen to Frank. the 16 game run. I don't come bring us up once. What's um, happening? Uh, I mean. You've lost again. We've lost again. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it's a surprise. Like, like let's be honest. Well, I mean, I predicted on here, I was a bit like, eh, draw, and I was being optimistic. And then before the game, when I was chatting to the lads, I was like, uh, I'll take a draw. And people were like, what, a draw? And I'm like, uh, fuck yeah, I'd take a draw. And they're like, but it's Leicester. I'm like, exactly my point. Exactly my point. Their quality. Are Leicester? Is that, what we're, is that yeah. what we're taking from there? Yeah. they. We both agree that if there hadn't have been a, um, a pandemic, like, uh, what, what do you call it? The break, the lockdown, when yeah. football didn't play. It's weird to say a lockdown because we're in one now. Football's still going on. But <laughs> when we were in that first lockdown, if that hadn't happened, they'd have probably made top four because that killed their momentum. Yeah. So I don't find it that surprising that they're up there, despite the fact I didn't predict them to be there in my table. But the way they've gone, credit to them. They're well organized. They're well drilled. They're very balanced. If they keep everyone fit, Madison's back in form. Um, James Justin, Fafana, they're buying these bargains and they just fit in. But they're, they're their quality and they really were against us. We were piss poor. Uh, obviously, a lot of like, like you're saying, how's he not been sacked? And again, I like, same as the Man City game, I was going to bed that night thinking, I might wake up to this news and that's really shit. And then I've got to have this conversation with you at some point, which is also shit. And then there's been a lot of things in the media. Like, I seen one that was like, it's a matter of, when not if and i was like brilliant because but that's the same for every coach by the way david i don't know if you know this but it's a matter of when or if carlo leaves everton because he's not staying this. there for the next thousand years <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently it's newsworthy apparently that's newsworthy um i literally had a conversation with you like a few weeks ago when they hired him i was like well this is gonna end bad one day <laughs> like <laughs> so i because I don't want to labour on it too much, because I feel like we're having, at the moment, I feel like we might be in this conversation for quite a while because he won't get sacked. Because it was, oh, he's lost to City, he's gone. Then we won in the FA Cup, we narrowly beat Fulham, and then it was like, if he doesn't win tonight, he's probably gone. Hasn't happened again. Yeah. Now it's like, now the new one is, got to beat Burnley, got to beat Wolves, and then it's the Tottenham game. And obviously we've got Luton in the FA Cup this weekend, but I think that's kind, kind of a given. But <laughs> for some reason, it doesn't get brought up. If you lose to Luton, then we're seriously asking questions, and I wouldn't disrespect Luton. But now it's suddenly like he's got always oh, got three games to save his job. Mm. Thing is, if he beats Wolves, beats Burnley, and loses to Tottenham, we're not going to sack him. Clip that up, by the way. Yeah, Where? we will. Yeah, we will. I've had a lot of conversations. It's fucking all I feel like I've talked about this week. Jamie Redknapp hit the nail on the head, and uh, at one point when he was like, Frank knew what he was getting himself into when he took this job. Yeah. And loads of people have said that. And I was like, absolutely, Frank's not a mug. He knows that he doesn't just get this 
because he's a, a legend. The only thing I would say is, for me, my these are just my thoughts on the situation at the moment. Chelsea also knew what they were getting themselves into when they hired him. Yeah. When, when if we go back to when, because we were working together, when we hired him. Yeah. If he doesn't play for Chelsea, it's insane. Yeah. It's literally insane. If Chelsea yeah. Football Club went, anything going on in the championship? Oh, that guy will do. He just missed out on the uh, the playoff. We failed in the playoff final. Here you go. Here's Chelsea. You, everyone in football would be sitting there going, are they insane? Yeah. Regardless of the talent that manager, they go, are you insane? So we all knew what was going on, right? And and all we've heard is long-term plan. There's a long-term plan. Chelsea want to get away from the sack, 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 sack. We want a long-term plan. This is it. You're supposed to bridge the academy that we've spent millions and millions and millions on and no one's ever come through. It's about bringing these through. We're going to sprinkle in some talent. And this is about five years, three to four yeah. to five years. If you now sack him mm. 18 months in, it's that that is officially will never happen again. That's over. The academy's done. Yeah. And this isn't supposed to be like as dramatic, but the academy's then over. I you then see the likes of Tammy Abraham ends up leaving. Tamori looks like he's gone. You'd see Kalamazo yeah. Nadoy would get sold to Bayern. Mason Mount probably survives. Reese James probably survives. Gilmore eventually gets fizzled out. He doesn't get played, regardless yeah, of his talent. Ends up with Sheffield United. So that's that's that 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 would be that done in my head. Say like Tuchel suddenly comes in because Tuchel, you don't then bring in someone like Tuchel, Allegri, Nagelsmann and go right. It's five years now because you've demonstrated you're not willing to give it time with the only guy at the moment who can allow that. Mm. Also, when they hired him, they knew who they were hiring. Yeah, they weren't. Hi- and this is no disrespect. I'm just going to pick a name out of the hat. We go into that transfer ban. Sarri, we were going to make a change regardless of whether Juventus pay us off or not. They could have gone, we're in a bit of a shit here. No one decent's going to come to us because they're going to want money, right? Who in the Prem is doing? Okay. We'll get them in. And if it doesn't work, we'll just move them on. How's oh, Eddie Howe? He's, he's kind of like our topic, right? Eddie, do you want to come to Chelsea? Eddie Howe's in. Oh, look at look how well he did with no transfer budget. As soon as it goes sticky, ah, oh, sorry, we're gonna have to move you on. Nagelsmann, do you want to come in? Yeah, perfect. Right, we've we've managed to get through that sticky period. We're back to where we are, and they just use some random like flavor of the month manager to get there. If they sack him now, they've used Frank Lampard to get to the next stage. Is there, is there something wrong with that? That's an insane move as a why as a as a fan. And this is where you go, uh, is there disconnect or not? Not like Because that's not going to go down well. So if the entire plan was, we need to get through this period, it's a bit sticky. And whatever happens, happens. And once we're through it on the other side, we'll see what's out there and it's available. Because we'll be, we'll be a, uh, an attractive proposition again. You can't do that with Frank Lampard. Because you're right. not telling me, that if, you're not telling me, right, if Chelsea had turned around a couple summers ago and gone to anyone in the Prem, like sort of like the middle-ish you know, clubs or one of the sort of top clubs abroad, They'd have gone, yeah, but you don't have a transfer budget. People would have snapped your hand off to come in and gone, I'm the guy that's going to do this through this difficult time to get the good stuff in the good time. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Right? I, don't do, I think you're making a valid point that Chelsea needed somebody to, to operate during a period where they had to know about the kids. They had to know about what was existing in the club because you had that transfer ban, Jordan, which is Um <laughs> Don't even start me. I think you needed somebody to get you through that period. I think Frank was the right man to do that job, to be completely honest. Yeah. Do I think he's the right man to take him on to the next level? If you want me to be completely honest as a football fan, no, I don't think he is. 
some point you've got to say, even as a fan, and, and and I appreciate you're in the you're in that position. I'm not. You're a Chelsea fan. At some point, you've got to say yes, Chelsea legend, and he will always be a Chelsea legend for what he's achieved at the club as a player. But thank you. Move on. The club is bigger than Frank Lampard. Hundred percent agree. The the club is, and like I gave you, you know, we've seen it with things like Man United with Beckham. That so that always seems to be the biggest one for me when you go, you're bigger than the, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. club. That for some reason that's the one that always pops in my head. And I agree with you because it's not been good enough. It's not. And enough. and it it's partly the players and it's partly Frank. Mm. I for me the one at the moment is I don't understand why Rudiger plays. Yeah. I also don't understand why you and I think Antonio Rudiger doesn't. Stand. But then you hear a lot of like the pundits go, it's the best, it's the best back too. Rudiger and, and Silver, and I go, I, I, no disrespect to Rudiger, he's a far better player than me, but I don't look at that and go, how? I look and go, it's Zuma, so something's it's happened Zuma, there. And Silver. It's Tomori's better than Rudiger, which again is a, I, I brought up on the show, I'm going, has, has, is Frank Lampard on board with him moving on, or is he not? Like, I don't know. Um, I think a big issue at the club at the moment is we used all of the kids last year to propel us. With the yeah. likes of the Giroud's and Aspilicueta's and Kovacic's, it, it worked. Then suddenly we went, here's 200 mil on players. Whether that was making up for lost transfer windows, it was getting ahead of Brexit, which has mm. just been huge on this transfer window. Mm. Um, so we got ahead of that. And now the youngsters have kind of seen their ass because they've been benched or almost removed from the picture. But they're being benched for players that aren't pulling their weight like Werner and Havertz. So there's this whole dressing room chaos. We went on a 17-game unbeaten, six, sorry, 16-game unbeaten run, and now it's just fallen off. But as we'll get into, United have had it, Arsenal have had it, Liverpool have had, uh, Liverpool are in it. Uh, you had it at one point, Tottenham had it at one point. We're just in ours. It's whether we get out of it. Whether we get out yeah. of it is the big. Is that if we beat Wolves, beat Burnley, beat Tottenham, just say for argument's sake, or get a draw against Tottenham, walk out of this with six points in the next three games. Yeah, conversation stop. I feel I mean? like the conversation is, is eventually, if you're looking at mainstream media's conversation, I think it's about to be pulled in a different direction. I think. Well, well your, your scrutiny of your squad and your, and your coach may very well be overshadowed by um, Liverpool's current demise, which we'll come on to in a moment. Just want to wrap up on Chelsea before we move on, because yeah. I think it's only fair. Um, listeners of the show will know that obviously I'm an Evertonian and Jack is a Chelsea fan. And quite realistically, in our expectations about clubs, um, we don't sit here and say that we're the best at anything because we're not. We're quite realistic, you know. And we take our licks when it happens. Um, you know, when, when when you're on the the other end of a defeat. To be fair to Jack, he always comes out and he speaks passionately about about what's going on. Um, and quite honestly, and open. Me personally, I I like to lock everything up and do my usual <laughs> and pretend it never happened and pretend Everton never played that weekend. That's just the way it is. But no, I I, I thank you for speaking so candidly on the subject. I'm going to ask you a, a bullet point question. To which I only want a simple answer. You're not allowed to expand on it. Okay. All right. But if moving Frank on now secured you top four this season, would you do it? No. Wow. Okay. I'm I, not going to let you. I, I, you can stop talking. Yeah, no, but, no, but I need to. You can't no, lay that question on me and go, absolutely <laughs> not. Let people think you're insane for a week and you can bring it up next week. This is the compromise of the show. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's like talking shite for like an hour. <laughs> But let me tell you why. Go on, tell me why. I mean dead quick, because I want to talk about Chelsea. If we sack him now, Mm. and Abraham Grant Hiddig takes us to the end of the season, and then Nagelsmann comes in, or Allegri, or Tuchel, or whatever, we are forever... This is literally the last chance for me to have any sort of longevity. 
And when I say longevity, I don't mean like Ferguson and Wenger, because that doesn't happen anymore. But here's five years, and we're going to take it from A to B, and we're going to achieve along the way. And there's going to be a journey, like we think Carlo's going to do, like Klopp has done. There's a there's a plan. Tuchel comes in in the summer, probably wins the league next year. Everyone goes whippy. Look, Frank wasn't good enough. Then about eight, six months later, Tuchel wanted X, Y, or Z from the transfer you know, market. He didn't get it. He kicks up a fuss. He's out. Okay, who's next? We just we we will be forever stuck in flavor of the month. That's that's worked for you for so long though. And exactly. I don't get to moan. Because oh, we don't want when that. Frank Lampard is sacked, and this is in this scenario, and two chills brought in in the summer and we win the league, I'm celebrating next year. So I don't then get to sit here and bitch and moan. The only way I get to bitch and moan is if next year we're winning it, I'm not celebrating and going, not having it. I did the exact same when Mourinho got sacked. I was fucking fuming. And then it was like, Conte's coming in. I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm done with this. I'm done. I got him one of my little strops. I was like, I'm done. This is not like you. Conte came in. I fell in love with him. He won me over. We won the league. Damn right, I was celebrating. Wasn't thinking about Jose. So I don't... For me, because I really want what Liverpool have just had. To get beat by the to get beat by um, Well, hopefully not, because that could spell the end of Frank. <laughs> the, the the journey from A to B yeah. was really nice to see. Because okay. I, even though I've had a lot of success as a Chelsea fan, I've never seen that. And it's greed. It, so, it all is a selfish greed for me. So you, really. so you get on the bus and you enjoy the journey, but you don't care where the bus is going. Because your journey from me to be, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, your journey from me to be with Frank could be from title contenders to fighting for eight. Exactly. Oh, the conference, the conference Europa. Oh, fucking the third one. We're going to be the first team to win it. If Jack hates the Europa League, he's going to really hate the conference league. <laughs> um, I can't imagine you're going to take it very well. But th- I'm being completely open no. with you. If looking at the current trend and looking at the body language of the players, and this is from the outside, from my point of view, looking in, nobody looks arsed enough to fight for Frank. No, apart from Mason Mount, and I'll tell you this now, I'm not the only one. Chelsea fans will remember how he's been during this time. He's the yeah. only one that looks like he gives a shit yeah. currently. And and that and that's telling for him and a lot of things, but I, take, I try to take from that who he is as a person. And it genuinely wouldn't surprise me if Frank ended up in another big job somewhere. He was like, I'm out of it. He just seems to have that kinship to him. What worries me is the fact that Frank's gone and spent £222 million in the window, Chelsea. which Chelsea have. But Frank's got those players, and those players don't look interested. No, they don't. Which is why all we're hearing is, whether it's easy reporting or not, is German manager, German manager, German manager. To get the best out of it. Um, have it. Yeah. We did this with Torres when we hired like Rafa and signed literally everyone he ever played with at Liverpool. Like all What did you <laughs> Rafa? Rafa? and Ben Um Europa League. <laughs> Now, I'll also finish on this. If this was Sarri, I'd be calling for his head. And I'd be saying, I'd be sitting on my ivory tower going, told you this wasn't going to work. I told you he wasn't the right fit. Look at me. So I am like, we are in this awkward situation where I'm never going to call for his head, regardless of how bad it gets. It is okay. what it is. And I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right as a fan to view I, your I know it's ludicrous. Wish. I know it's ludicrous because if two chills doing this next year, I'm like, fuck right off. Frank so it's. It's it's like look, it is what it is. It's it's I start to understand a bit more the angle United fans have been coming from. Like I always got it, yeah. But 
I, I feel it more with him like, no. However, and I'm not saying he will go that way, but the likes of Arteta, who are now you know, only two points behind us, and <laughs> Man United, who are top of the league. Mm-hmm. If you're going to use them as like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Comparison. Yeah, comparison. It can, but it has to. It also has to go the other way. You can't just keep sitting there going, ah, eventually it'll get good four years in. Oh, that's fair enough. That wash. What I wouldn't be surprised if what happens is he sees at the end of the season and then they part ways mutually and they don't sack him. That's the way I think it will go. I, I, I'm starting to go more like that way of it's been like, you know, I've said a few weeks on the show, it's been chaos, blah, blah, blah. They'll play all those things will come into account. We get fourth, he stays. We get like fifth or sixth and they go and they, they shake hands and they walk away mutual, which, and I'm not saying it does, it allows for a return. Mm. Go away. When he's, uh, when he's laying his trade. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Sacking can't bring you back. Look at Jose, but... You I know. mean, all, all, I've, all I've took from this is you think the job's too big for them right now, but you're too passionately involved to call it. I don't think you're wrong in that statement. The biggest, the biggest one for me in my head is Chelsea knew this. Mm. Everybody Chelsea, knew. Everybody, Frank of... must have known going in. This is a fucking big job. Yeah, this Derby County where you're allowed to come in and make mistakes because you're a young manager and we're giving you a leg up. This is Chelsea fucking football club. It's built yeah. on success recently. Oh, <laughs> it's built on success, but it is, and it's got it's got a track record of not giving managers time. It's got a track record of signing big players with big egos, and that needs managing. And Frank is in. I, I thought at the time an advantageous position of he's been in the dressing room with those big names. Mm. He's been privy to those conversations with a manager and sometimes probably behind the manager's back when they've all been chatting between themselves and things have been said. So he'll know what's going on in the back. So I thought, well, maybe maybe he's got that little bit about him where he'll be able to put a foot on someone or he'll be able to, to know how to manage a situation so it doesn't go down the same route. Maybe I was wrong. He's just shite. Time oh. will tell, Jack. Time that's that's tell. the thing. Though. And, and, like, and like you say to Chelsea... I, I want to know, because we don't know if they're going to sack him. They may have said behind the scenes, you've got to the end of the season, it is what it is, ignore the media. Yeah. I don't know. And they're not going to publicly come out and say it. Um, but if they sack him, I want to know what the plan was from the board. Because they had to have known. that. So, this is the first sticky patch of not just his Chelsea management career, his managerial career. They must have known that this was going to happen at some point. And they were just saying, I, when you end up in one, you're gone, lad. That's mental. Chelsea fans to wrap their head around or we don't know again we, we keep saying this we don't know we're surmising we, we're using our our knowledge base of what's happened in the past and what we think may happen but it may get to a point where Chelsea are saying to Frank we don't give a shit we honestly don't care if you finish eighth in your first year here we're not asked. we're building something here we've got you don't worry about it media we don't even listen to them mate. let them spout the shite not asked. you concentrate on the pitch that might be a conversation that's happened. We don't know. And I'll say it again for the ninth time. I'll finish on this. My dad pointed out something which I'd noticed, but I hadn't thought too much on. End of the Fulham game and the end of the Leicester game. He almost looked like he was, he had like a like a smile about it. Not like laughing, but he almost like seemed to be, I don't know if you've seen both his post He's got a bit of like a, a chuckle to him. And, and I was like, is he looking at that in a sense of it is what it is? Or is he looking at it going, I know I'm not going here. So you fuckers better pull your like finger out because this isn't one of those times. We don't know. 
I would be very fuck. surprised if it was the latter. If they turn would... around and gone, fuck what they do, because the thing is, we've just bought half of them. So you yeah. really are then saying to them, it's get on board or fuck off. Mm. I don't know. But let's see. We're not going to be having this comp. Well, I mean, I don't know what the fixtures are like. When do we play next? We might be having it. We got Luton on the weekend. If we don't fucking win that, then you can ignore everything I've said previously. We'll do a fucking special. <laughs> fucking literally. So we lost to Luton, and uh, he's still not been sacked. So I don't really know what's going on. Anyway, Chelsea. This is your end of Chelsea timestamp, people. Right, so just quickly, just before we move on, uh, transfer news to bring you that's just happened while we were recording. So at the time you listen to this, I don't know what day it'll be, depending on when you listen to it. And this is why I don't say things like that, because I don't know when these people are listening, Jack. Um, Matty Ryan's just left Brighton on loan to go to Arsenal for the rest of the season. Hang on, what? No. Yeah, Matty Ryan's left Brighton on loan to join Arsenal on loan till the end of the season. You're going to be a phone, a friend of ours has just sent that to us. It's unknown that it's time to record. Mad one that, isn't it? I mean, great move for Ryan, great move for Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. You sat there as Brighton going, I know they've made the switch and they've stuck with it. And obviously they've gone, Matty needs game time, which well, we, is what they've not this, done. By we discussed this two games ago. I said to you, I don't understand why Matty Ryan's been dropped and they've still conceded goals unless Matty Ryan's gone in and gone, what the fuck, this is shit, I want out. And then Potter's gone, right, well, you're not playing, see you later. And I don't mean this is any offence, it's not like they've no- loaned them down to the Championship, and that's not a knock. Like, no, 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 it, when he goes to the Championship, PR-wise, people go, oh, he's gone down a level, so that's why he's not playing him. Sorry, oh, he's, he's gone, gone to Arsenal. <laughs> he's gone to Arsenal, he's stepped up a level. All right, he's going to be number two to Leno, but he'll, he'll get minutes. He'll push, he'll push him. him, mate. Yeah, he's a quality keeper. Mad one, that. Um, so, yeah, so we've spoken about Chelsea. Obviously, the, the next one I wanted to discuss was, um, was Jürgen Klopp. We were talking about managers under pressure. Um, so, depending no, on what time <laughs> Liverpool had just played uh, Burnley on Thursday night. Um, and obviously, Burnley won the game 1-0 with a Barnes penalty. Was there a penalty for you? Yeah. It's, but it's one of those ones that you've bought, almost. Yeah. He, he knows the keeper's coming. You know, any contact is a, is a foul. For me, I thought the Fabinho pull on him would have been a penalty anyway, even if the keeper didn't touch him. Yeah, he's holding back in the box and, and also this run. But either way, uh, Liverpool go on and lose that game against Burnley. Liverpool are now sitting in fourth. Um, they are six points behind United. Yep. Six points behind United at the top of the league, obviously, still uh, at the time of recording. So, Jürgen has failed to see a win in 2021. Granted, it's only 10 minutes old, but still, it's a lovely start to throw out there. They've not scored in the last four games, is it now? They've, well, they've not scored a goal in 2021. They've not scored. They've scored. Yeah, they've not scored in four games. They've scored. Yeah, the one-one West but Brom. Create, but they're creating chances left, right, and centre. They've created like 90 chances and scored one goal. They've had yeah, they've had 90 shots since the seven-nil win over Crystal Palace, and that has resulted in yeah, one goal, which was against West Brom. Salah's not scored in five, which is his longest run without mm-hmm. a goal at Liverpool. Um, is this a blip, or are we starting to see frailties in the game? As a Chelsea fan, <laughs> I'm going to have to say it's a blip and move on. <laughs> um, See, I'm quite advantageous in one way because obviously you've had yours. I've got, I've got no, I mean, like I've got loads of loads of mates who Liverpool fans. I've got family with Liverpool fans, and obviously I was chatting to my sister uh, about the game because she's she's a big red. She goes to games um, when they're on when she's loud. Uh, obviously, um, she goes quite a lot. She's, she's got a decent football knowledge. Our kids, so um, chatting away. And I was saying about, you know, that scoring goal, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, it's worrying. She said, but 
what can you do when you when you drop Firmino and Salah? They're two players who, when they're on form, are probably the best in the league at what they do. Firmino, in terms of bringing people in around them and, and allowing others to, to step forward and take the uh, the girls' edge opportunities. And then Salah, obviously, is you know a standout. If he's on form, he's probably the best right winger in the league, um, if not one of in the world, let's be completely honest. Yeah, yeah, I'd say he's the number one if he's on when he's on form. But then, obviously, he's, he's rotated them, dropped them, whichever way you want to label it. He hasn't started them uh, and he's low on form and confidence. So, Jürgen took the, the two ways of dealing with it. You play him through it, you give him minutes and you wait for ones going off his backside and then that's the monkey off the back and off he goes, he flies again. Or, you drop him. And he dropped him yesterday against Burnley and I'll be honest, it was the fact that Shakiri had started with Origi. I was looking thinking, there's not enough. They've not played together enough to understand each other enough. They've not played top flight games consecutively together or alone, even. Not like a Rigi's had a run and Shakiri's been in and out or vice versa. Mm. There's not enough up there to threaten Burnley. Um, and I could, I'm not trying to say I'm better than Klopp before anyone fucking comes at me, but I could see that that happening last night. Burnley had a big physical team who will run and run and run and run and run. So you need to be able to break them down with a little bit of something special. Shakiri hasn't got enough of that about him and a Rigi definitely hasn't. Case on point, mistake that from Benny. Mm. Yeah. And Origi goes clean through. And you're thinking, one-on-one, Pope's backpedaling. If he goes early, he can chip him easily. But if he goes a little bit later, opens his body, he can pick a corner, and he chose the crossbar. That is a shock, by the way. It's a shock and miss. At that level. level. Shocker. Me and you down the park on a Sunday, I can understand that. I would would still be fuming. I thought you were about to say, we'd score that. I was about to say, I've missed some shockers in my time. I could understand it going, but I'd still be fuming. I'd be like, how the fuck have you not worked the keeper? I'd, yeah, I'd be fuming if I missed that on a weekend, to put it that way, yeah. Um, you could see the difference in that miss and the penalty won by Barnes, like yes. of the, the switched it's on. Like, Barnes you... knows what he's doing to win that, whereas Origi gets through and it's like deer in a head. Like, it's like, fucking hell, I'm through. Ah, can... oh, oh, shit, at the cross. Did like, you... I, I, I watched close. the game live and it goes clean through and I watched Mane. I thought, Origi's going to score, so I'll watch Mane. Because I thought it's in. And Mane's behind him by about eight yards. Almost shadowing him. The shot goes, it hits the bar, bounces, gets collected. Mane's body body language is funny. And if you've if you've not if you've watched the game but missed it, go back and watch. Mane doesn't look pissed off. He doesn't look exasperated. He doesn't you know like raise his hands or shake his head. He just jogs, looks at Rigi once and jogs back into his position. Like he knew this isn't gonna go. Watch him. Watch the goal back. <laughs> Watch Mane, and Mane's just jogging behind him thinking, this is not going to go in, it's not going to go in. It hits the bar, bounces, and he just goes, <sighs> turns around and gets back in. Yeah. Had that in most, Salah going clean through, I think you'd have seen Mane pushing for a rebound or hitting the roof, thinking, what the fuck, you should be scoring. Because it was a rig, he's gone, oh, unlucky kid, can't shout at him, can't shout at him, get back in, get back in. Yeah, that's, it's what it, that's, that's what I think it is, like you're saying, can't shout at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's the title race over for Liverpool. Next question. No. Also, talking of media spins, right, and spinning things how you want. I promised I wouldn't bring them up. What I'm trying to do, but go on. I failed immediately. Uh, Chelsea have earned more more points in their last five games than Liverpool. Next question. Um, That's how fucking mental everything is at the moment. We've got four, they've got three. It's like, it's insane. Title race over, no, because of the season we're in. And... We are halfway through now. 19 games, yeah. we're halfway through. And so, it's a six-point so, gap. It's it's two-game swing. 
I don't even know if it's a concern because I won't cut that spin of it, but Liverpool play Tottenham next and Tottenham have a game in hand. So they could beat them and then win their game in hand. They've also lose... got in between a game against Manchester United in the cup. Yeah, so they've got the cup. Such a big game this game on the weekend. Who's a United trying to go for the cup? Are Liverpool trying to go for the cup? Are they both going to play weekend teams or is someone going to double bluff and play their full strength? You don't know. Uh, you, yourselves, Everton have two games in hand on them and you're only two points off them. Yeah. Which is insane. But you've got Leicester next. The next games, United have got Sheffield United. City have got West Brom. Leicester and yourselves play each other. Liverpool and Tottenham play each other. So By the next time we record, we could very well see Chelsea back in the top four. Well, in the race, at least. No, we can't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. And we're not bloody joint anything at the moment after. because there's... No, you're not. No. <laughs> you are outright on your own pony. Get oh, used to it. God. Um... Anyway, back to Liverpool. Uh, no, I would say no. I would say they're in their blip currently. The questions that for me, I, I like I like people phoning up saying, get him out, whatever. But actual questions like, why did he play Yotta against um, the in the Champions League final group game against, um, you say the team name better than me, Mich- Michelin? Oh, Michelin. Michelin, that's the one. Why did Yotta play in that game? Dead rubber. That, that dead rubber okay. game. They need him now. He was the, he was the one that, even um, before that game, carrying them through games, yeah, he was popping he up that, that too. New ingredients. He was that one that was coming in and going, "I'll, I'll push you for starting." Yeah, yeah. And the other two were going, "Hold on a minute, I'll get a goal." It, was, there. it looked like it was going to be Firmino who was going to miss out. Yeah, and then they were playing all four because Firmino is crucial. The problem with, and I feel a little sorry for him now, is because they're not scoring. People are looking at him even more to score now. Yeah, which we've always said is weirdly not his role it's never been his role he's the defensive striker you yeah but you know right. me, me and you don't you know what i mean like but max there <laughs> that's too he can't moan his role is to facilitate and now because they're not scoring people are going now nah, you're a striker now mate now put the what ball in the back there. and now he's suddenly like i don't do this anyway and you've not piped up when i haven't done it in the like exactly. do you know what i mean didn't he yeah. last year it was like two goals at anfield bookend in the season yeah um the one the league norm was moaning there. But now, because things are getting a bit dicey, they're looking at the, in quotes, number nine going, score. Yeah. Shakiri has been a great squad player. He is not of that level. Origi's a squad player that's not of that level. Uh, Minamino isn't panning out currently the way it like, but it's seven mil, so who cares? The squad depth is lacking, I would say. Mm. There, there's, there wasn't a lot on the bench, yes, apart from the obvious, that you'd go, that'll change your game. Like, you don't bring James Milner on to change a game. And I don't mean that of any disrespect because he's a quality underrated player. But he's not that, oh, we're going to change up the strike and we've brought on the target man. We've brought on the yacht has come on, right? He'll bring something into it. We're going to change yeah. the dynamic. And that is, that is, I, I, partly I, I, I down to injuries. Being, I think you're being fair there, to be completely honest. He is a squad player. Um, he's, he's not an impact player. He's not going to change. You're not going to be able that's to change, I mean. you can change yeah. the shape for them. But yeah. but that's about it. He's not going to bring extra pace. He's not going to bring no. goals. He's not going to bring anything about him other than you can change the shape and utilize him that way. So I think you're being completely fair there. Next point on the pool I wanted to bring to you yeah, was Trent and his lack of form. Now, obviously, Trent Alexander-Arnold made a lot of people's FIFA World Team team of the Year and so on and so forth. And, and that's fair enough. That's you know how you viewed football. That's completely your issue. We had a fantastic season last season. He's obviously won the Premier League. He's a young local lad, and I've always, always, and you can go back and listen to other episodes. I've always yeah. got behind local lads who do well for themselves, whether they're red or blue. At the moment, I mean, he made thirty nine 
Uh, there's last night in terms of losing possession, giving the ball away 39 times, which is a, I believe is a Premier League record. Oh, yeah, I think I'm not sure, yeah. Game. Um, I think the last time he played, he gave it away 38 times. I've seen that stat band around as well. Something's going on, yeah. It got me thinking about what what's changed in his game or what's changed there that would mean that defensively he's looking a lot more shaky than usual. It's Van Dijk not being there. Van Dijk covers, and I'm not saying he covers for him, I'm not saying he does Trent's job. To, to, hear me out. I think with Van Dijk being in there, Trent can, can be a bit bolder going forward. He can get the ball forward early. He can go and play. He can cross the ball. He can he can move into midfield at times, and he can pick up the space there and cover for when Liverpool go forward. And I think Liverpool are missing having Van Dijk now more than ever. I think they've had to redesign the way they build play up from the back because they don't have that ball winner, that natural physical presence in there. Don't get me wrong, Fabinho can do a job. Matip's made the biscuits, so he can do a job until somebody tackles it, and then he's fucked for three weeks. Yeah. As where Van Dijk was an absolute colossus. He's a Rolls Royce of a player. He can travel with the ball. He knows when to go, where to go. He knows how to hit people. He knows how to make sure they never come near him again. He knows how to pick up ACL injuries off goalkeepers despite being offside. He's got it all. Jesus. He's got it all. I just had to get a dig in. I can't be too nice. And I was looking, I was thinking, he looks a lot more culpable because of what he's got in behind him. So I don't know whether it's nerves. I don't know whether it's defensively, he's, he's a bit, defensively, he's poor. Whether he is, he's a modern fullback who, who wants to get forward and doesn't really worry about what's behind him. But now he's going to have to. Now he's going to have to have to look at his game and think, well, I've given the ball away constantly. People are getting at me. There was a particular set of skill last night that um, Dwight McNeil beat him with. Dwight McNeil's predominantly left-footed, so went to show with the left foot, opened his body, dropped the shoulder, Trent come in, and he popped the ball to his right foot and played it round him first time, and then ran round him. And even Carragher said Dwight McNeil's just left the fullback there, just left him. Yeah. And this is a world-class player he's up against. Despite his young years, despite the fact he hasn't played that many games, he's still a world-class player because of what he's achieved and how he's achieved it. And Dwight McNeil just left him in this one instance. And I was looking at his game thinking, he is there to be got at every time. If I was playing against him, I would play a wide man constantly. Back to the stand, chalk on your boots, stay out there as wide as you can because he's either going to get sucked out to you and you'll get in the gap in between where yeah. Van Dijk would usually move across and shut that gap over himself. Or... He's going to go and sit in, and you'll get the ball all day. At the moment, he looks completely isolated, and I was wanting to get your take on it as a, as a football fan as well, in terms of how big Van Dijk is of a miss now. Are we starting to finally see that, how important he was to the team, or uh, yeah, or is it other factors? I, I, there's this I, ridiculous rumour going around that Liverpool have been on special juice from a special doctor for, for ages, and all of a sudden, <laughs> there's a COVID test, and they can't use it anymore, which is just a wild conspiracy theory. I think it's a domino effect, and I think you're right. To start with Trent, I think he's always been like this, though. Trent, so, even when he was banging in the assist, everyone was like, yeah, but he can be got at. Yeah. Well, I think you're right, because if Van Dyke's there, when he's bombing forward, right, he knows I'm sound behind when Van Dyke and Joe Gomez and Fabinho's in the CDM as well, and I'll get to that. It's all, like, linked up there. That's it's the three. He goes, I'm covered, so all I've got to worry about is putting a wicked cross. Is he now, and I say this purely speculative, he's getting forward and he's th- in the back of his head, he's already thinking, if I don't get this in and they dispossess, I've got to get back because the cover that I normally have is in there and he's overthinking it. And that's playing on his mind instead of just thinking, just got to whip the cross in. So therefore, he's given away, he's overthinking it, he's not playing it when he would have, he's taking that extra touch, the dispossesses and whatnot, because he's overthinking, mm-hmm. he's thinking, if I lose this, we're fucked at the back because I've got to get back and my cover isn't normally there. Max, shout out to Max again, as a Liverpool fan, made a good observation 
I know three A. He's gonna be less. Boy up, kid. This will be the one he doesn't listen to. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Fabinho now playing centre back, then takes out the midfield because mm. he's there. I'm not saying he's as good as I think the slightly different players, but they're Kante in the sense of he was the more defensive of the ones they would play in midfield, which allowed Henderson's fine albums. And I think we'd see a different Thiago if he had a more defensive minded player next to him because he wouldn't be asking to be so deep. So he's not, because the CDM is the one that covers in the fullbacks when they bomb forward, ideally. It's not your centre-backs that are moving. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, are you asking or telling me, sorry? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it with you, like, in terms so, of speaking it out loud. When, when I've seen it before from Liverpool point of view, what happens is when the fullbacks bomb on, the two centres split and the six drops in. They do it where it drops in, yeah. And then Chelsea used to do it, especially with Moses and Alonso was Kante, when either left or right... To the, was, to the outside. outside. So yeah. there's sort of two ways you can do it. Like you say, he drops in, which pushes them out. That that That's not there now because Thiago and Henderson, I know Henderson's played centre-back, but they're not, even if they are, they're not like, it's not to that level of security. So maybe that's playing on his mind. I think I think back to when like, the Van Dijk got injured, all we heard was, this changes the tower race. It wasn't, it wasn't, I, I at never one point thought, bit of an overreaction. I, I myself was like, they're going, Fucking hell, if he's out for a while, this blows it wide open because he is that important. He, Fair enough. It, it's like, it, it'd be like City losing Aguero back, you know, when he was in his... When they were his, flying, yeah. When he was flying. If they lost Aguero, you were like, when yeah. we lost Terry, when we lost Terry, we game over for us half the time. That that When Jose first came in and we won the title back-to-back, that third year when we lost Terry for a lot of it and Czech for a lot of it, done. That's the reason we didn't win it again. If those two were fit, we'd probably win three in a row. That That might be the difference here between Liverpool getting the title back-to-back and not is him not being there because it's the domino effect. Mm. Then you throw in all the other things like Yacht and that. But with the Trent one, I think you're right. I think he misses Gomez van Dijk, which allows Fabinho to be further forward because then all he's got to do is, I've just got to get forward and put the ball in the box. It's, just, it's just a lot him, easier. There's a reason him and Robertson got double assists. Yeah, there is. Yeah, all they have to do is worry about getting I'm forward. Picking- Wait. I'm not picking on Trent, by the way, when, when, when I say this. I know Robbo's been off, off the boil this season as well. But um, Trent's he's losing the ball as often because I think he has Rob- got defensive capability about him. Rob Robbo is a bit more... Um, is is better defensively than Trent. He's yes. also older, so whether you want to put it down to experience or not. But I think the two of them, it was like, just get up there. Like, you're, you're, our, you're our winger, in effect, because... Yeah. You're our extra man when we go forward. Salah and Manny, as we've said, tuck in. Firmino almost drops. Yeah. And then you've got a weird 2-1, you know, 4-3. It's 2v1s on the wide every yeah. time. If, now there's an element of... Now it's that element of the security blanket's gone, so I can't commit as fully as I used to, which means it's half spaces you're playing in, which means you've got to be a little bit tighter, a little bit more assured in what you're doing. Yeah, and regardless of what's said on the training ground, you as a player will go out and go, yeah, but... What if? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. What if? There's a huge element of when you cross that white line of what you've got about you, what makes you up. There's a, there's a saying that, oh, I won't mention his name, it's not fair, but there's a saying that somebody I know who's, who's been involved in football for the long, long, long years saying, you can't put in what God left out. It seems having that heart and that ability to, to suck it up and let the water just run off your back and just still get involved in battle and, and let it pass over you. But he does look like somebody who's carrying it with him. He looks, he looks nervous, he looks apprehensive. And I'm not trying to say to him, I'm genuinely not. I want to see the kid playing his best. No, you're not. I want to see him 
do well. Do you know what I mean? I, I obviously don't want to see Liverpool win the league, but I want to see local young lads doing well for themselves and represent themselves at the highest level. And it's it's been such a drop, I think, from the heights he reached last year to where he is now. It's such such a, a long way to fall that it sticks out a mile. And I think that's that's the biggest thing about it. It's not, oh, he's going to shit overnight, or, oh, my no. God, he's never that good anyway. It's because of the heights they were at. It shows the system as well, how important it is. Mm. Because that, and, and and I see that, brilliant, I'm going to bring him up again. I see that a lot as a Chelsea fan currently. We don't have a system. What What's the best 11? I, I could tell you that if this play is missing, it's going to domino effect onto that. Mm. I don't have, we don't have that at the moment. You can see United have got a, it is very much settled on McTominay and Fred play there now. Yep. McTominay and Fred are very, that is, that is work they have bedded in. That works. That's crucial to the, the way they play. Um, City have managed to fix it by playing De Bruyne in a false nine and it, it seems to work now, right? We'll stick with this. Liverpool have, for rightly or wrongly, rotated last night at the time of recording and it's not paid off. That's on the arse, that's speaking completely it, it, it's, it's been on the arse, but have they, have they needed to rotate? Is it coming thick and fast? Is he, is he looking ahead to the cup game on Sunday? Again, this is just speculation. Um, we, we, we won't know, will we? But you're looking at it and you're thinking, well, United set out a statement by going top and top out, right? So so convincingly. Um, City set out a statement by going out and going and getting tough spots. Leicester set out a statement by going out and, and putting themselves back in that conversation and, and being top for a while. Liverpool needed to do the same. I and think having one eye on the cup is fantastic, and I understand people take it seriously, and I applaud people for taking it seriously because it's you know it's a fantastic cup competition to be a part of. However, your bread and butter is, is your league, and if you're Liverpool Football Club and you've got these teams chomping at the bit and they're all around you and you're not as dominant as you once were and you're missing your best centre half, you go out and you go and win that game. You go you go out to it. I'm not saying Jurgen yeah, hasn't gone out to win it. But I think it's it's team selection bit them on the ass. Yeah. Here's how crazy the season is. Arsenal are now seven points off Liverpool in tenth. Considering we were talking about Arsenal getting relegated, we so, actually show Arsenal getting relegated. You know so next mean? show with Liverpool getting relegated, is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm no, all no. for that. Do you know what I'm do you know what I'm do you know what I'm all for now? Go on. I, I remember at one point in the season I was like, Well, it's Liverpool and City plus two more for top four. If you ask me right now how I'm feeling right now, and this might seem a bit crazy, the only team that I think I would be surprised if they missed out on at the moment is City. City are my favourites to win the league, but even that's a, a question. I Because Chelsea, we don't know. Yourself, it's a, an unknown. You know, can you make that? You know, can you stick it's it? Fine. You've been fantastic, but can you stay consistent as we get to the, you know, the the edge? Tottenham are in a similar boat to you. Liverpool, will they recover? Leicester, could last season happen again? United, I think they could win it, but I could also see them going, dropping off again. That's crazy, isn't it, this season? So that's what I mean in terms of reactions, and this isn't a Frank Lampard play, but let's not make any reactions, guys, because, you know, anything could happen. Please have a second. It's all, all to play for. Uh, are they out of the tight race? No. Are they in a top four battle? Yeah, they're now in that lottery of who's going to get it. Purely based on the last five games, which is all you can. Which is all you can. Do. So you can base it on. You can only base it on form, and it falls Look. out the window in terms of it's been up, it's been down, and now it's erratic. Do I mean, we... I seen the stats. I seen the stat last night. Sorry, it's just no, 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 no. Go on, the go on, go on. current bottom six, Liverpool played them all. Mm. They uh, beaten Sheffield United, drawn mm. to everyone else, and lost to Burnley. Jesus Christ! And now they've got 
five of the top six in now the next seven got, games or something. They've like got that. to play Everton, Leicester, Tottenham, uh, West Ham, and I think City are in there. Yeah, so this is it now. This is and not I'm not saying like season defining, but this is huge because you have to say they're in that lottery for will they get top four, and it's not trying to be over dramatic because if Tottenham win their game in hand, they go above them, and if you win both your games in hand, you go above them. Now I don't know who your games in hand are against. You know, it might City uh, Villa. It might be there might be oh, so it's not Tottenham. So that's what I was gonna say. It could be one of those where it's only one of you can do it, but you when it's all even on nineteen they could be sick. Yeah. So they have to then go into that conversation. But I would think anyone is insane for calling for Klopp's head. I agree. Although I have seen it. And again, this is yeah, only seen it. the Twitter arty um, doing the usual overreacting. And, you know, I'm not trying to slate anyone before anyone comes at me, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's usually fans who are from the area who don't understand what he's doing for the club as a whole who call for his head. It's fans usually who and don't... Let me finish before you jump in. Oh, no, I wasn't going to. It's fans who... No, no, but you will when I say it. It's fans who... We're Chelsea fans and we're City fans and are now Liverpool fans. Ah, okay. um, We're all calling for this head. It's not... If if you walk the streets of Liverpool and find four Liverpool fans who live in the Liverpool postcode and ask them, um, do you want Klopp in? They'll all say, yeah, of course. Don't be silly. Not even a conversation. I don't understand how his name's coming up. I can understand Frank's coming up because he's not achieved anything yet. As where I think from where Liverpool were to where they are to where they could get to, put some respect on his name. Hundred percent not deserve to be spoken about like this. I then this is this isn't me going, I'm fucking, you know, the mystic one. But I put them third. I don't know where you put them in your league. I put them third because I thought this is the drop off. Think I put them second? I thought this is this is the drop off. And that wasn't like this is the drop off and he sacked. This is the it's time for the I think we're getting to the point with Liverpool where you're going, we're looking at the next phase. Yeah. Does Klopp want want to do that is the question. Not should he do that, not can he do that. Does he want to do that? Well, Does he want to go, um, I bring in the Yotters, I move on, Salah, Mane eventually. Uh, eventually we bring in the replacement for uh, the likes of Milners and Hendersons in midfields. Wijnaldum moves on. We now regenerate this team. Does he want to do that? He gets the right to decide whether he wants to do that or not. He does. Have a look at Alex Ferguson, right, in his most formative years when yeah. he knew every three seasons I have to rebuild. You've been great for me. However, I've had you for four years. You have come in as a prospect, developed into a good player, hit world talent level, carried us to a title. Now it's time to move on. Yeah. And that was it. That was just how it was. He knew that football is an ever-revolving wheel. Yes, it evolves, but it's also revolving and it constantly turns and you're constantly under pressure. And just because you're top today doesn't mean you are tomorrow. And I think I think Jürgen's learning that as he goes. And I'm not trying to disrespect him when I say that. But I think he's learning now that, yeah, I should be cashing in on A or B while bringing in C, while getting a D ready. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. start to look at the other plans. I think Liverpool are in the middle of their best their best possible time, but I would still yeah. look at maybe bringing one or two in and moving one or two out just to try and turn the pressure on others. For me personally, if you was to ask me if I was a Liverpool fan, which I'm obviously not, and you were asking me for two players from the current squad who were at the peak to move on to make space, um, one would be Firmino, the other would be Salah. Mine would be uh, Wijnaldum and Salah. Wijnaldum, I am 
they need to go. Are you staying or not? Unfortunately, yeah. they're not in a position where they can drop him. No, that's. Not. I I feel like if they had a full strength squad right now, he wouldn't be playing, and it would be like you're going to sign this contract. Yeah, and if you're going to sign it, we'll crack time, on. But if you're not, then we're you, done. Conversations finished. We're going to start ticking down this game time yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're going to start building this in. They can't afford to. Uh, and Salah just because he's talking to AS and it's all getting a bit murky. Yeah, he's getting my name. Arsenal, so this Arsenal, this window, gone. You're gone. You're gone. Yeah, get the conversations done. Get them moved on. Um, Clever way to do it, isn't it? Especially quick, during this downtime that we're experiencing. Quickly before we jump onto Arsenal, because there was something I wanted to tell you. Um, like you were saying, I think you're right. Um, when you were saying about Ferguson, it was always one signing that was starting and one that would be in and around. When he went out and went, it's Van Persie. Yeah. But then sometimes he'd gotten by Kagor, who helps yeah. throughout a season. Yeah, yeah. Yotta's was, I think, I think COVID, we'd be in a different position with Liverpool. Injuries are obviously, they are what they are. Yeah. But Trent's had COVID as well, which I was thinking about when we were talking about him. We don't know what's going on there. Mm. But Yotta was that one of, let's start testing some people here. It was yeah. a very good sign. So let's was, start yeah. seeing what's happening. And Tiago was that remember, little bargain. Remember Klopp found him. He, he was wasting don't, away. Don't. Do <laughs> I know, yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, that's not Klopp yeah. saying that, that's... No, it's not. Fucking, no, it was the local fucking, media, wasn't it? Just like, oh my god, Klopp's in it. Another style, like right. everyone knew about him. Anyone um, who's played football manager of the last five years, don't knew about him because he fucking signed them. <laughs> fucking Klopp signed them. Um, anyway. Trent transitioning away. Arteta was doing an interview. Yeah, and they went. I paraphrase near. Someone asked him like, if he's on, if they found the person who had was like leaking stuff out the squad, and he was like. Yeah, and they were like, "Is he one of the? Is it one of the players that's left this window?" And he went, "I won't be commenting on that." <laughs> Please write your answer. So you're like, "Was it Kalasnach? Was it Socrates? Was it Oetzel? Was it Oetzel's team?" Like who? So, but that's my point. If they're cleaning house, they've known something's going on. They've gone. I will move in on. Yeah, he's out. He's out. I love. I love what they're. They haven't signed anyone, and I love what they're doing this window because they're like, "Fuck all this!" Like, are you in? Are you out? Being a, yeah. like, you're gone. You're gone. The time has Ryan, by the way. We've literally just discussed it. And they might be getting Martin Odegaard on loan. That'd be free a swing. huge one. Free swing. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be a huge one, that. Yeah, free swing. Free swing. It works or it doesn't. He goes back, but he's a quality player who's like just, still like 14 years old despite being around for like two decades. Just while you brought up Odegaard, uh, just quickly on Real Madrid, and yeah. reports stay in AS that Zidane um, Madrid are tired of it. Of this, oh yeah, great in the Champions League, but shit in the league. Looks like they're tired of it, so they're going to need a new manager soon. Um, I right. What's Frank up to? <laughs> on, on a real, on a on an actual real, Allegri. That might influence our one, yeah. because if they start chatting up Allegri, but we've been chatting up Allegri, we don't know, or Nagelsmann, yeah. or someone, we might go. Wow. We might need to. Which, by the way, is a massive thing with us if we think we're competing with Real Madrid still. But like if, that, that it becomes a thing. It, like it was the same with uh, United and Poch. I think Poch just sat there going, "He's doing well now, and I've been offered this job. I'll take this." Like I if think it implodes. Nagelsmann goes to Madrid. Let's tell you this, Nagelsmann, Real Madrid have got to give him ten years. But but yeah, they won't. They won't. They won't. But they won't. They won't. But they won't. We both know this. They are the Chelsea of Spain. This this is the oh, thing. We're old, everything. We're great. We're fantastic. Remember us when we were City hey, fans? Chelsea fans. 
Chelsea fans give a shit when we sign someone, then fucking signing Hazard and China for Mbappe is one of the most mental things I've ever seen. If you've not seen that, Hazard's present. You know where in Spain they juggle the ball and you're like, yeah, what is this? Yeah, what is yeah. this? Like, I'm not a sale. I love how I got a bite on that. Eh. But um, I, I, I love it. Like, Hazard's juggling the ball and the Real Madrid fans are chatting and we want Mbappe and you're like... You cheeky okay. bastard, you've got you've got you think you There's talk of um Hazard getting loaned out this window. Um you could do with it, you could do with getting fit. And I tell you what, speaking of uh speaking of loans and Real Madrid quickly, uh Bale. Hmm, that's uh that's not um that's I mean, working out exactly golf, like over here though. I don't mean it's to be a dick because he's a good player, but it's worked out exactly how I pred- I said it would. It's yeah, worked out exactly how I said it would. Everyone except Tottenham fans knew it to be like this. I, d- I don't get like, ah, he's back. It's Gareth. And you're like, yeah, it's not the same one. It's when it's, it's when Tim Sherwood, and this isn't me trying to dig anyone up, it's when Tim Sherwood went, went, it's the best front three in Europe. And I went, and people, people were actually going, he's got a point, you know. And you're like, no, no he doesn't. Because he's not. He hasn't played in it's like four years. Sergio Reguilon has been playing ahead of him. And he's a left back. He's been playing for the form. Oh yeah, sometimes he plays him. Yeah, in front of him. He plays yeah. as, as like a wing back, almost as cover for Davis. But he's that good at getting forward. For me, it's not I, even a question. He's uh, he's finished. It was there. A fantastic... that's it. That's, that's our official endorsement. If anybody wants to clip that up, oh, and it's not my official endorsement. Yeah, he's finished. Do you know finish. what? Get it on was... the PGA, lad. For me, wow. I mean, you've gone in there. I don't think I'd get a bite. I mean, if it was your bail history, <laughs> I'm going to have to look up bail scream Hello. against Everton and see what it was or what it did to you. But uh, <laughs> he, it was a great PR move from Levy in the sense of it has sold a lot of merchandise. But I also think it was, see, look what we can attract. I think it was a flex. Yeah, our big signing. Yeah. But it's also a calm down kind of thing. It's like, yeah, look who we signed. Yeah, and everyone went, oh, yeah, look at the signing we've made. We don't need to be piping up going, where's the signings? It doesn't fit with Jose either, because Jose's not going to give a shit. He's really not going to be slightly asked oh, who, who you are if you don't play. You can imagine Gareth Bale walking in going, ah, I haven't been getting many minutes, have I? And Jose sitting there going, and what? Here's, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Here's the really interesting thing. I sent you this clip, didn't I, of the, from the behind the scenes on the like, so I think it's on Spurs' like, YouTube channel, and it's like, it's showing them training for a game. If you haven't seen it, look up. And there's one point where it's just showing the goalies train, but you hear in the background, Jose going like faintly. It's like, do you want to stay here? I'm a paraphrase. And it's like, do you want to stay here and play football? Or do you want to go back to Madrid? Yeah. He's obviously only talking to Bale because he's not talking to Regulon, is he? No, he's not. No. And what I'm, I sit there and I go, that has to have been calculated. Could you or Jose's walked into the editing room and gone? Are you taking the piss that that's been put in? He's either walked in and kicked off, or he's seen it and gone. I don't know. Leave it in. They've gone, Jose. Look, we we haven't realised we picked this up on the cameras, and he's gone. That's fine. He's gone. Yes, I thought the camera was on me. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I knew what I was doing. The way he is with his Instagram now, you know, he uses that oh, as his, his deflection yeah. tool. Yeah. Um, his yeah, last week was wearing an Adidas cap. Or hoodie was it or something? He his, something. Oh, I had a um, face, mask. face mask and I was like in his night kit. Like, and you know he's only doing that so somebody goes, Fuck sake, Jose and he goes, Do what it wants. Yeah. Or people go, me, you're not looking at me players. Well I seen it and I messaged you lot and I was like, I can't wait till this is a fucking headline and fucking <laughs> Can't papers. wait till talks for go all in on this. Oh god, don't. Um Yeah. Liverpool man, Chelsea. Tottenham are back in it. United are top of the league. Um, 
Do you know what? Uh, dead, dead quick for me, Paul Pogba. Um, obviously, they had the draw in between, but the Fulham game and the Burnley game, that's two winners in a row. He's only playing Fulham and Burnley. I know, but it's two winners. It is. It's I, understand what, I understand what you're saying, but the big test for me was up against Liverpool, and for me, he failed it. No, he done yeah, reverses the type in. Oh, I can't be asked. Everyone. Everyone. I, again, nil-nil, it's called it, because Look, both teams... Both teams went into that game going, a loss is too big. We'll see if we nick it. And neither nicked it. It was so both bad. It's such a poor shit. game. I'm not, I'm not hiding that both teams were shit. However, big game players step up. Bru- yeah, but yeah, but I could say it about the same about Bruno, Salah, Mane. Yeah, yeah. Pogba. Completely, I, I but you're sat there going on about Pogba because he's French and you're a France fan. That's what? Really easy, brother, what I'm bringing up is, because if you have me- he need if he's going to cement himself and it's going to stay, it's going to work out. Whether that now needs to carry on, it can't. And I agree with you. It can't just be scored the winner against Burnley, scored wins against Fulham. I got a six points. Where's me fucking appreciation? This needs to continue. But that's how it will be with him. You know what he's like. I I have more time for him than most people. But that that that's yeah, exactly. It's 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 Picture of him there with a World Cup. Right it's dabbing with it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Shout out to Arsenal football. Um, right. Um, Not because of Arsenal football, by the way. Because of Pogba. Sorry, just reiterate that. Fair enough. Um, right. I've seen the time. I'll rattle through the other results that happen. You pick out your... We'll pick out our thoughts from each Beautiful. one. Beautiful. Right. Um, West Brom, Wolves, 3-2. West Brom winning that huge win. West Brom. The fucking what a game. Hole. Watched it. Fantastic game. Fucking chaos. Had um, everything. Um... Didn't see it coming though. Well, I did. As I put it in the group, if you remember rightly, West Bram will step up today. I did say. No, you did. You did, to be fair. Um, Brighton beat Leeds. Um, fantastic. I watched that as well, yeah. I watched that um, as well. Uh, Brighton were fantastic. The condition of that pitch was not a coincidence. Leeds was like a farmer's field. Not a coincidence. Brighton played very well. They took their lead. They deserved their lead. Leeds only got started in the second half. And by then, Brighton were like, we'll shut up shop. We're fine with this. Huge three points. We'll, we'll go through all the results, then we'll look at the table and we yeah, can sort of say where yeah, yeah. Um, West Ham beat Burnley. Yeah. Huge result. Um, Huge result. I'm fair play to David Moyes. Finally being backed, finally getting his players in, and now you're starting to see what kind of a coach he is. Fair play to him. And I was, ch- I was laughing to myself because you actually said when we were talking about that game and then the following West Brom game, you were like, Michael Antonio is on fire and he scored the goal against Burnley. And then you went... Michael Antonio winner against his old manager, Big Sam. And, and then he did it. I was like, for fuck's sake. I'm going to have to hear about that. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, narrowly beat, Chelsea narrowly beat Fulham. Um, What's that? thought you were poor. You got away with one. We were, you we won your poor. game. But you won your game. We were, we were poor. Mason Mounts, um, again, uh, dragged, us, dragged us through that. Um, I actually, the, the red card, um, touch on that. It is a red in the modern game, but if he'd have been booked, right, it is a red because it is, right? And I'm just saying, if he'd have got a yellow, I wouldn't have moaned. moaned. No, exactly, exactly my point. I wouldn't have moaned if he'd have got a yellow, but for those who haven't seen it, Andy Robinson goes in on Aspilicueta and he goes in with one foot, his other foot is is tucked behind him, it's his other foot that actually contacts Aspilicueta, so he doesn't actually hit him with his lead foot, and then he barreled over. And then Aspilicueta has jumped over, been caught, and then rolled around four times. Yeah, screaming. it's it's. Ah! Uh, it gets up and goes. Oh, is he gone? But it, 
it was it was to in quotation marks reckless and out of control and that's why it's a red it's one of those where you're like it is what it is but if it was a yellow i wouldn't have moaned it's one of them i actually think them going down to 10 men made it harder for us because they shot up shot more it is what it is they shot up shot more a lot of people Uh, are 10 fucking men and you're like they're quite happy to sit on a on a nil nil now they'll take that they were like a point in the derby yeah but off it was more frustrating that they went down to 10 men for us leicester beat southampton 2 nil Mm. very important win bringing Leicester up to where they are now because Southampton have been doing well. And I think Southampton are starting to level out, level out, but it's still a fantastic season for them. Nobody is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sheffield United lost 3-1 to Spurs. Yeah. Watched they it. Home, they just did. They just don't get started. No. And the Sheffield even, United. Even when they scored, you didn't look and think, oh, we'll make a game of this. You just exactly. looked thinking, well, it's just going to get another one or two now. Exactly. They, it, it wasn't 2-1 and you went game on, you went... Yeah, okay. Spurs, Spurs looked like they had another gear to go into, to be fair, and they did, obviously. Yeah. They, they hit a goal in like that, and you got consolation. Yeah, straight which away is, at 2-1, can't. which is mad. Five minutes into the second half, you're looking at it thinking, it's consolation, they, they'll score again. Sheffield United just don't look like they're not going to concede. Um, fantastic goal from Tango on Dombelli. Did he mean it? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. one of them where you know the pace is on the ball, you know the keepers come, you're just putting the ball back on target and seeing where it drops. Yeah, uh, it's not even lucky because he's got the ball on target. That's what he's meant to do. No, yeah. great finish. He's meant that. And we said it before. We say it again. Fantastic from him in terms of yeah, you know, what a uh, transformation from last season to this season. By the way, yeah, someone settled, playing yeah. the language a little bit more, feels part of it. Yeah. Huge, mate. Huge. Um, Liverpool United was nil nil. It was fucking awful. It was fucking dreadful, mate. That is the worst game of football I've seen this season a- from the. Cause and cause best teams. Fuck by, off. By, by the way, what's worse, that or the Manchester Derby that we saw? That was worse than the Manchester Derby. In and, fact, no, Manchester Derby because of the context of the game. It is an actual derby. Because they were hugging each other afterwards, yeah. Oh, the, the, pro- the problem with these games is the problem with these games is, and Chelsea have had a no no drove United and Tottenham. It means too much to lose now. It means more to lose than it does to win them. I, yeah. I'm convinced. So neither of them are willing to fucking do it. So it's every these teams always seem to go to these games. Like, I'll snatch this. Yeah. Anyway, City pumped Palace four 0 <laughs> They did. They were fucking deadly, man. Uh, Arsenal pumped Newcastle three 0 Newcastle woeful. Yes. Um, the problem I had with Newcastle in that game is Steve Bruce off the back of the loss to Sheffield United. Everyone went, "How defensive do you want to be?" He went like over attacking. And this is my problem. I'm like, are you molding to the reception you get from the fans and the media and the outside world? Fuck all that. Do what I honestly think it was it was bizarre. I was like, why are you playing three up front? You sent me the team news through, and I was like, hang on, he's gone three up front here against us. Like, don't get me wrong, being brave, yeah, being on the front, but stuff, it's fine. not a striker oh. and two wingers. It's Joel Linton, Callum Wilson, and Andy Carroll. You go, what the fuck's going on? All play through the middle. All play through the middle without exception. So, so yeah, a bit of a mad one that. But look, we, we we covered Steve Bruce last time out. I don't blame him. I think he's just trying to get the best out of what he's got. You could put Rafa back in there tomorrow, and it's going to be the same. It's a championship squad, and that's no disrespect because they are all better than me. But like, it is not. <laughs> but it is not a Premier League squad. It's not. It's a. Pre- it's like got like a Callum Wilson sprinkled in. Yeah, Callum Wilson, like, Ryan Fraser yeah. to some extent. Uh, Lestelles, Darlow, Dubravka, yeah, the other keeper. Apart from that, it's yeah. you struggle then. Um, West Ham beat West Brom. Um, 
Okay. Antonio. The most interesting thing coming out of this was in Big Sam turning around and saying, "We had a deal <gasps> to not play Snodgrass. Are you high? Oh my not god! Say that publicly live on TV. Oh. Uh, for any of you who don't see, he, he was like, "Why isn't Snodgrass playing?" Today? He was like, "Oh yeah, we had a deal to uh, not play him." And you're going. <laughs> They agreed to sell him, and uh, we wouldn't blame them against them. And then the Premier League are like, well, that's against the rules, so we'll look into that, Sam. Although, since then, they've come out and said, no real charge. Yeah, and you go in. So what's the fucking point of having the rule, then? That's like me speeding at 120 and a busy pulling me and going, don't do that again. Don't do that again. He's going to give me a fucking ticket, because they're the rules, and I understand that as a driver. I know. Um, We lost 2-0 to Leicester. Rewind. Yeah, just a bit. Um... City beat Aston Villa 2-0. Um, we have to touch on it, the offside for the Bernardo Silva goal. There is no offside. Um, it's it a bit of a liberty. But, um, for those of you who haven't seen it, the ball comes, it's played off, it's coming down to Mings. Rodri comes from about, what, 15 yards offside. Mings, now this is this is the way it's being described as, Mings gets it under control, apparently, then goes to play it across the line, apparently, then Rodri tackles him, and because it's under control by Mings, it's not offside. Now, that's bollocks, because as he literally gets it, he's like, it's literally as he gets it, Rodri's on his ass. Yeah. And so, Rodri being there, even being five yards away from him, impacts his first touch. Because Mings Rodri goes, knows someone behind you. Hang yeah. on. He's literally in that second going, hang on, there's someone behind me. Surely he's well, offside. He's offside, he's my... so I can afford to go inside there because yeah. you can't play me. Or he's at the go and t- you're taking the piss. Is someone next to me keeping him on side? Surely they're not that far back. As all of that's going through his head as the ball's coming in. And I actually heard someone say at one point, he should have just cleared it. And you go, all right, fine, whatever. Ridiculous. No. He's offside, so he's got every right to sign, bring the ball down and play. Either and way, they lose we'll... the game. I think... I think rightfully so, though, as well. I think City did deserve to win it, but that... Just a bit better than Villa. I mean, you look at the substitutions they were able to make, and it's, it's night and day, isn't it, the difference between the two squads, let's be honest. And, and that's been the difference for City. Jordan, and everybody else split. They've managed to just grind out games. Yeah, and, that, and I think that's why they're my favourites now in the league, again, because they're doing the grind. But I feel like they can consistently run it through, whereas yeah, I'm not yeah. sure about United. Um, yeah. But speaking of United, they beat Fulham 2-1. Um Again, that's a grinding one. And that that is why I'm like, can you sustain that? Can you sustain the grind that wins against these games that aren't the big hype? usual banana skins that Ollie goes and loses. And then the conversation comes back and he goes out and he rattles someone and then he loses against your Fulhams and your Burnleys and your Sheffield United. No disrespect to to them, like, but that is usually how it happens. But he's starting to grind them out now. So if... Look, winning's great when you're in a dressing room. When you're winning, you feel untouchable. You feel like nothing's going to stop you. But it's when that one one loss just creeps in and then the negativity starts and a few heads drop and you start to see if your big game players can carry it on. But we'll see. Look, they're there on merit. Absolutely. As you say, they're grinding out the games that they never used to. They're looking good value for it now. Uh, he's got players firing on all cylinders. Cavani looks up to speed with the Premier League. So it's just a massive asset to have in your club, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's it's surprising that these sort of like supposed panic signings that they made on the deadline day of Cavani and Tellers are actually paying off wonders. The mm. Tellers want to pay off wonders because it's uh, lit a fire under Luke Shaw. Yeah, I just Luke Shaw goes in and plays really well because he doesn't want to lose the play. So Tellers goes in and actually does a good job. Luke Shaw looks like a changed man mm. in terms of his the way he's been playing recently. He's been fantastic. Yeah. Um, can they sustain it? We'll see. And then obviously uh, Liverpool lost to Burnley. 
Yeah. 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 It's FA Cup weekend. However, there is one Premier League game. Villa play Newcastle in a catch-up. Yep. And then it's sort of games. This game's Tuesday. This game's Wednesday. This game's Thursday. That's kind of like the next um, batch. Let, let's preview between... Let's do the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and the Saturday. Villa, so, Newcastle. Villa, Newcastle. Villa, Newcastle. Villa, Newcastle. Villa, Newcastle. Villa, Mad one. Yeah. Easy all day. Ollie Walker and this Ah, just Newcastle, man. Sorry. Like, I'm looking at the table and it's like Burnley, uh, Burnley and our level on points of them. Brighton are there. Fulham, it's getting dicey down there. I don't know where they're picking up their points. Is that that Fulham? They've lost two in a row now. (laughs) (laughs) United and Chelsea as well. It's nothing to turn your nose over. Um, Crystal Palace play West Ham on Tuesday. West Ham, 2-0. Yeah, I'm going West Ham 2-1, yeah. Leeds-Newcastle, which suddenly has become a very big game for Leeds. I know they're 12th, but that's a that creates the gap again from the teams around them. All out of the attack bases, God knows what the fuck Steve Bruce is going to do that day. 1-0 Newcastle. <laughs> but they play good football. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go uh, 2-1 Leeds. Yeah, the real leads with a one 0 win. Yeah. Uh Southampton Arsenal. No nil. One one. Interesting. We both went with draws. Yeah, I just think I really need Arsenal to stay away from Chelsea. No. Uh no, I think <laughs> I think Southampton have still got something about them. They have. Um they have. well Arsenal or all the Arsenal fans, I've heard a lot of Arsenal fans quite realistically turn around and go, everyone chill out, it was Newcastle. Like, they've pumped a team and they're going, it was Newcastle, let's just... Yeah, calm yourselves. They played three up front against us. Come on. West Brom, Man City. Man City. By however many they want on the day. Yes. Three. I'll go 3-0. Yeah, yeah uh, 4-0. Wednesday, Burnley Villa. Ooh. Ooh. 1-1. Fuck, no, I'm going to go Burnley 1-0. I'm going 1-1. I think Burnley, Burnley are... will be too good for Villa, defensively. Yeah. They'll just grind. grind out. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Wolves. Fucking hell. Oh, do you want me to be honest? Yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> I think you'll win 2 1. I think you've got more firepower than they have, and that's all it'll come down to. I thought this last time we played them. Um, mm, 1 1. Oh, Spence yes. in his ass there, sitting on the fence. No, honestly, 1 1, and it starts getting dicey anyway. Exactly. Right, Fulham. Um, Fulham. 2 0. Be a good game for them there. I don't see where they get the points from, but Fulham 2 1. And uh, we start getting dicey down the bottom about <laughs> who's going down. Um, that's a huge game for both of them. Another huge game Everton Leicester. Strap in, like, who wants it? Who wants it? That's like a who wants it game. Do Leicester actually want to win this league or do you actually want top four? This Everton. is a game you got to win. You're going Everton 2 1. Yeah. That'd be unbelievable. 2 1. Calvin Lewin will be back, but Charleston's fully fit. Allen's training again. I'm, I'm going one-one. This is this is your this is Blue Wednesday. This is your equivalent of Red Sunday. It's going to hype it up, and then you're going to. We're going to have to do the hype, and you know that, don't you? Sky oh, the Sky are not going to do it. No. Sky <laughs> done yeah. By the way, probably because the game's on BT. But no, 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 but Sky done. Yeah, Sky done a profile the other day on the uh, the mini mini league forming at the top mm. six, and uh, Everton went in it. Despite know, being yeah. in the top six. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the mini league plus Leicester. You're like, brilliant. Um, by the way, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the games on BT and Thursday. So. Oh, beautiful. Thursday. 
Spurs, Liverpool. Oh, sorry. Apologies. Man United, Sheffield United. Uh, Man United, 3-0. Yeah, Man United, 3-0. And then um, Spurs, Liverpool, Thursday, 28th. Spurs, 1-0. Bruno Fernandes, penalty. (laughs) (laughs) Getson Fernandes, first ever game for Tottenham. Spurs, 2-1. Yeah. I think they'll get they'll get Liverpool will get at them with at least one, with with the one, and I think Spurs will hit Liverpool a couple of times. And the way they move the ball in that top end, I think they'll they'll get change out of Matip, Fabinho, Henderson, whichever duo of the three they put in. I think yeah, in the reverse to the fixture they played, where they lost two one, I think Spurs will win two one. I think Jose Jose will smell the the blood and the desperation. Yeah, he will. Yeah, desperate. he'll be like they need they a win here. They need a win no, you need to win it. But sit back. That'd be the right attitude. Come on, man. Yeah, sit back. Come, yeah, yeah. Come, come on, on, man. Come and get it. Come and get it. Come and get it. Come yeah. Human, off you go. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, you're literally that, yeah. And that's us before we'll speak to you next. That's all from me. Yeah, that's all from me as well, mate. A quick wrap Sorry up. Sorry, it's a me. short one this week, but some of us are busy. Is it a short one? It's an hour and 20. <laughs> it's exactly the same as we normally do. It's exactly what we aim for, isn't it? But usually yeah. we just go on with ourselves. Well, we usually go on with ourselves. What I mean is you usually go on with yourself about Chelsea. Apparently. You're very conscious of that this week, aren't you? Uh, uh, somebody said I, something? No, I just don't like... I don't like... I I am a Chelsea fan and a football fan. I didn't say but you're an Everton fan and a football fan. And I want this to be about football. And then... You it just is. Thanks, that mate. <laughs> but it um, it is what it is. That when it comes to our clubs in a period of down or up, we will have more of an insight than we will on others. I'm just very uncomfortable as a Chelsea fan currently in general, because this is not a comfortable time. I've been there, mate. Um, no, no, no. Because when Duncan was in charge, you had a great time. You beat us. So don't you know what? You need an Italian manager who knows the league. Who's won the league essentially to come in and steady the ship and guide you in a new uh, Did he by any chance of one a double? That's what we did. And look at time. Mm. Sadie's not up so much. We'll get him. Yeah, sweet sound. Thanks for listening as always, guys. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, or your favorite podcast services. Every week, new episodes. Um, follow us on Twitter. Hit us up at two men rambling at gmail.com. Two men rambling on Twitter, both with the number two. Um, like, comment, subscribe, you know, get involved, send us your questions, send us your thoughts, uh, tell your friends and family, keep listening yourself. All the usual. Nice one, guys. Really appreciate that. Good one. Thanks again, Jack. Chaos again. It'll be chaos again by next week, I'm sure. It will do. Right. All guys, right, thanks for listening. Talk to yourself. See you soon. Bye now.